Welcome to Shut Up and Dribble. I'm back with another episode. I'm with my boy Khalil. And let's get it cracking, man. You ready, Khalil? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. It's been a minute. We recorded a little earlier, one day earlier than normal, because we got the holiday tomorrow, so people got stuff to do, things to see. Hey, man. How you been, Khalil? How was your week? I've been all right. We've been kind of busy, but you know. I'm alive, so I can't complain. I can't complain. I've been good. Had a rough, took an L on Friday in the game. Yeah. A big rivalry game, took an L in front of like, I think it was like 7,000 people watching, but. 7,000? Yeah, bro. And it was on TV. <laughs> so, yeah, we chilling. We got playoffs. How bad did y'all lose, though? We lost by 10. Close? Yeah, it was close. Not that bad. Not that bad. Yeah, we got playoffs around the corner. Speaking of playoffs. That's all that matters, man. I can't wait to the playoffs for the NBA season, man. I'm tired of this bullshit. <laughs> just started. So I'm tired of the season already, man. I was trying to get to the point where it matters. Especially when you watch like teams like struggling, all the contenders are like barely in the playoffs right now. Yeah. The playoffs started. This season is crazy right now because like, like you look at the standings, you will be mad confused because all the contender teams. Aren't even like in the top. Exactly. I think there's like some of the teams that were like going deep last year. I don't think any of them are like in the front runners right now. Yeah. Like, like the Bucks. The teams that went deep. Yeah, you're right though. That's actually true though. Like the Bucks and um, the Bucks and the Suns. Yeah. Like the I Suns think the, two I think the fucking Wizards are five to one. Yeah, they, they want like, today. Yeah, like, dog. Oh, unless, oh. unless the Wizards are just like that. Dog, hey, stop. You, you, you don't know. They might be like that this year. Stop. That boy Kuz is off the leash. I love KTG, but stop, bro. I saw a little bit of that. I watched a little bit of that. Yeah. I watched the overtime. Yeah, I saw the overtime, too. Man, <laughs> they really five and one. That's crazy to me. <laughs> they find a way to win, man. I think it's the Coos treatment. <laughs> it's the Coos, the Coos bus, the Coosmania yeah. brother. <laughs> you when you win games with Coos on your squad. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What's the what's the what's the problem? Man, it was Westbrook. Westbrook. No. It's not cool. It's Westbrook. Speaking of Westbrook, though, actually, I want to ask you, how you feel about Westbrook after Lakers so far? So far? Yeah. Right now, like, 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 it's kind of sweet and salty for me and Westbrook. Yeah. Because it's like, he'll have his moment to where I'm all hyped, loving him, and then he's going to come back and airball the mid-range. <laughs> so, it's, I'm like, I'm happy that he's a Laker because I know what he can do. But as of right now, it's like you making us look bad, dog. Like, come on, all the West, all the Westbrook rumors is like everything's coming, tum, coming like full circle on the Westbrook and all that. He's living up to the name and all that <laughs> stuff. So I'm liking him now. Yeah. As of right now, I like him, but you gotta play a little better. Play a little better. Look. Yeah, because I think I feel like once he gets more used to the team, he's gonna be better. Because he has moments, like he has moments when he looks dominant. He looks like himself, and then he got moments. I'm just like, no, yeah. <laughs> the ball. Like he, he gets me anxious every time he dribbles the basketball. Did you see the video? I don't know what he gonna do. Did you see the clip? 
that was running around the Westbrook crib walking. When he was yeah, I saw a lot. Oh, saw yeah, yeah. Line. Did you he see it there in the game? Yeah, you were dying laughing. Yeah, that's where her, uh, <laughs> song it was. Whatever the song it was, it was and bro started crib walking out the court. Yeah, man. Crib walk. That's what you called. The half court, it was crib walking, dog. That was so funny, man. But the who, whoever was guarding him, like, why do you just let him crib walk him? Take, take the ball or something, bro. I, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have been reaching. Yeah, if he's in there dancing, I'm about to take that and read the layup. What? Oh, my God. That was just so funny, man. That was crib walking. Like, like he's like like the fight that makes you like him though. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's like because he's Westbrook, he has fun, passion. Yeah. All right, yeah, so let's get into the first topic. First topic on tonight's podcast is talking about the man, the Mr. Eleven, Mr. Strip Club, Mr. Overweight, Mr. Hot Wings <laughs> on a Thursday night. My boy James Harden. So, James, as I think most of us know, a lot of people know, he's been struggling this year. And I think most of his struggles are coming because of the new rule. You know, so what do you think about it? What do you think about James? I think it's a mix of both, right? Like, I think it's a mix of the new rule because, like, normally he gets going by, like, grabbing an arm and then flailing up and pretending that he got fouled. And then he gets the free throws. And then the step back start falling. And then, so I think it's a mix of, like, the rules because that's all he used to do is, like, he's doing that a lot. Like, of course, he's one of the best scorers of all time. But then it's, like, but a lot of times he's scoring, a lot of his scoring, a lot of him getting going came from drawing fouls, faking, <laughs> obviously, faking, flopping, and faking, and drawing fouls the whole time. And now he don't got that, I feel like he's been struggling because that's, that's most of his game. And yeah. then I feel like the second reason is the team, the way the team's built. Because yeah. the team is built for, like, three superstars, which is him and KD. And I feel like most teams that when he always played good, like the Rockets and stuff, he always had that guy he throw a lob to. Yeah, so he, he had, had, like, five shooters on the court with him. Yeah, the, so team was five built, out. the team was built for him in Houston. Yeah. yeah. Now this team is built for him, Kyrie, and KD. Yeah. So it's not really working. Not playing. Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie's not playing. So it's like now he has to play differently. Like I think he played good against the Pacers, but a lot of his points came from the free throw line. So against the Pacers, he had twenty nine points, five for eleven from the field, but sixteen for nineteen for the for the field. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a um, there was a graphic I saw, and it said that this season, the first five games of this season was the first time in Harden's career ever he's went five games was shoot, shooting like less than what you call it. Um, five free throws. Yeah. Like he's never shot less than five free throws in five games in a row. Right. Which is crazy to think about. It is for a while. I think that's if he's a rookie with the last time. Yeah, like how does that even happen? <laughs> that man studied that man studied the rule book. Man, like, man, he sat there and figured out all right, if I do this, this, and that, they're gonna blow up out. Like, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro. And that's what makes it so good, though, because he's so smart like that. But now yeah. it's like the game because they changed the whole rules. Yeah. And then not only with that, like the free throw stuff, he's been not, not yeah, he's been struggling like with a lot of different things this year. Yeah. Like right now, I think he's one of the not one of the worst, but he's really low in field goal percentage. Yeah. 
I saw something like that. Oh, he was low field goal percentage. Yeah, he hasn't had he's more than twenty good. points this year. We finally did. He finally did. Oh, he finally did. He finally cracked it. The Indiana, yeah, yesterday he did. Yeah. He had twenty nine, but that's all free throws. <laughs> so yeah, so which one came up the free throws? He finally got his calls, and look what happened. So I mean, yeah, I guess after that Indiana game, it kind of proves that it's the rule that's keeping him back. Yeah. And so I think oh. I think he's gonna have to like get used to the new rules, and so he can adjust so they can win some more games. So they've been, I mean, they're like three and three now. They're trying, they're trying to get it going, but he's gonna be the reason why they succeed. So he has to like get used to the new rules, get in shape, because you know he do look kind of big. <laughs> so you gotta get Weeds. in shape. Yeah, no more. No, but yeah. <laughs> yeah <I don't>. but. <laughs> so you see, like his interview. And the guy's talking about some twenty point club. He's at the club. <laughs> hey man, when it comes to clubs, Harden is all for it, man. That man get excited, man. But nah, but for y'all listen, don't get it twisted. Though. Harden's still balling. He's just shooting. He's struggling when it comes to getting the ball in the basket. He's averaging yeah. seven boards, eight assists. He's still doing what he has to do as a playmaker and as a basketball player. It's just he's struggling to shoot at an efficient rate. Yeah. And they need him to shoot better because they don't yeah. have Kyrie anymore. Yeah, they need him to shoot shoot more efficient for them to be able to win more games. Because the Nets, right. I was surprised that they started off as slow as they did. But when you see the rest of the league starting off slow too, it's not nothing surprising. Not nah, I thought I don't know if they're gonna be. I don't know if they're gonna be like the best team. So I think after Kyrie was gonna play, I think that's kind of messed them up because that's what they're often the great with Kyrie and stuff. And so now they gotta. Yeah, Eastern not playing another superstar. Yeah, they're, they're expecting to have him. Not even a lot of. I thought they were gonna come out running through shit. I thought they were yeah. to see like the way they were talking, like oh, people still know who we are. If we were healthy, this, this, and the third. Like, I thought they was gonna come out like going ten and zero or something, something crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dominating everything, just yeah. shooting everything. That's what it was last season. That's what I expected. Yeah, uh, it's it's over for everybody. That's the beauty of the NBA, though. You never know. Never know yeah. what's gonna happen in this league, man. And that's why a lot of like the last contenders are struggling. So eventually, they all pick it up, and then like, a lot of the teams that have a good start now will start falling. It's just how the NBA goes. So no reason to panic, really. Yeah, once I feel early. like once one person figures it out how to get around it, then everyone else will start to pick up on it. Yeah. Like, even players like Trey Young have been struggling with it. He does a lot Luka. of stuff. Yeah, Luca. Those three players, like, they do it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember watching games and the um, like, watching games with the Mavs, and Luca will always be, you know, failing. failing. Of course, he's, again, they're not, we're not saying they're bad scores. They can, they're not actually that good. But we're just saying they use that to advantage to get yeah. them going. Like, that's their way of getting going. Like even you know, I even seen like Curry do it. Like he'll be struggling, and then he gets the the, the call. Like he goes up, throws at the defender, gets the call, and then next you know he's like hitting every three. Yeah, so it's like a way to get him going. Yeah. Yeah, like even last last year in the playoffs, Trey Young was dominating with that right there, just with hooking yeah. and getting them in the air and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you really think about it, I think all this started <laughs> off with D Wade. D Wade used to do it a lot too. Yeah, Kobe would do it too. Kobe yeah. Used to, so it's probably a pump fake and then get the guy to fall into him and draw the foul. Yeah. So it's only been around for years, but now it's getting abused. It's just, yeah, and it's so, like y'all abusing it now. It's like. Yeah. Now y'all love it. 
Yeah, it's like they would do it like back to back drives coming up the court or possession. It's like, yeah. really, dude, like, come on now. And then people at the challenge and they're looking at the play for like the whole game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, obviously not a foul, but they still call it a foul. Yeah. So they start abusing it and they start changing it to the point where like, people have to like guard them with their hands behind their back so they don't want to foul. <laughs> and that's how bad it got. Didn't Josh Hart do that one time? Josh Hart did it. Yeah, they yeah. and then Harden threw his arm on him. LeBron did it. LeBron was the one against Harden and Chris Paul. And that's how he regarded that he put his hands behind his back. And they were still hooking his arm. Yeah, they were still hooking. <laughs> Somehow, like, was still hooking. They were still hooking his arm so screaming around. <laughs> and they still go fast. It's oh. probably funny. When it's not against your team, it's, yeah. it's not against your favorite team, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny when you're watching it. But when you're, like, playing against it or you're watching your team going against it's stressful. It's, it's annoying. It pisses yeah, right. you off. All right. But speaking of things pissing me off, I had to sit here and watch the Magic play the Pistons today. <laughs> Expecting that I was going to see some type of really good performance out of my man, Cade Cunningham. But new, new, new. It was the complete opposite. Mr. I Cunningham, mean, he struggled a little bit in his first game. But he played like you could see, you could tell he was like trying to get back in his groove, though. You, he still had his hustle. He was getting rebounds, going crazy, but yeah. the man went one for eight for the field. <laughs> like <laughs> he was shooting with confidence, though. I'll give him that. For his first NBA game, he was pulling up for all them seven bricks was confident bricks, though. <laughs> like he was pulling up with confidence. They just wasn't falling oh, for him. But I was surprised to see the starting lineup they went out with. The it was Killian Hayes, Cade Cunningham. Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, Isaiah Stewart. I didn't think they were starting. It's kind of similar to their G League lineup. Yeah, but they I didn't think they with them too. Yeah, I didn't think they would start Killian though, like with them during the season. I thought they were trying to go a more defensive lineup, putting someone like yeah. Josh Jackson in, who had a great game. Josh Jackson played great. So, oh, and somebody that surprised me too this game was Isaiah Stewart. I knew what type of yeah. player he was, but I didn't like realize how good he could be like in the next couple of years. Now, his ceiling is really high. I feel like he yeah. would be a great center for him, especially if he continues to develop and they continue to keep him. I think he could be really good with him. Yeah. So, as of right now, NBA Twitter, you know how they do. Katie Cunningham's a bus. Hashtag Katie's a bus 2022. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Katie's going to figure it out, though. Because he came out with, like, you could tell he looked like a veteran that just couldn't score. But he, because he was out there playing defense, getting rebounds, making the extra passes. He looked good. It's just reminds me of an early Lonzo Ball. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, that's exactly. But then he reminds me of Lonzo. Injury too. Is it yeah. her injury? Do you have? I think it's not injury. Yeah, I think it was his. It was something with his lower body. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I know he had an injury, like a serious injury. Yeah, I think he's gonna be good. Like he, he's just gonna take time and then like. Like, it's probably frustrating if you're a Detroit Pistons fan. Or, you know, because he's hurt and he's back and he don't look that good. But I think just give him more time. I don't play 18 minutes tonight. So you give him more time and then let him play more. I think I think the more he plays, the more he gets used to the NBA game and he continues to heal, I think he's going to be – he might might be scary hours in short. Yeah, and there's a really rookie good. There's a rookie on the other side by the name of Franz Wagner. You know who he is? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That boy, yeah. Wagner, is the German Jesus. That boy. 
He was giving me buckets. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Wagner was giving them buckets, like something serious. Is he, is he like a shooter? Yeah, like a he's a, yeah. He's a spot up. But he's like he's like a Clay Thompson. He plays like Clay. A lot like Clay. Yeah. He's literally just a spot up that'll take like one or two dribbles and pull up. There was a chance where he literally took over the game, like in the mid third quarter, where he was just stroking that, just pulling. Like, yeah, that boy, he's going to be different. I can see yeah, him. Yeah, being like, like 19, yeah. 18, and then 18, I, think, and I think this season he's averaging at least like 14 points a game, like 14, 15. He's mm-hmm. one of those underrated guys nobody really hears about. So I'm excited to see how he does for the rest of the season. Yeah, he shoots 14 <laughs> points, 50% from the field, 40, 43% from three. He's playing amazing for Richard. He got some of him. When he got drafted. They said he was um he was Maurice Wagner's brother. Yeah, he's the brother of Maurice Wagner, yeah. Obviously the better, better brother, obviously. Yeah, Maurice Wagner. <laughs> Garbage. And imagine they got something cool, like the young the young little core they have. Wagner with yeah. obviously Suggs. Yeah. And then Cole Anthony, Cole Anthony. Arthur Hampton. Markel Fultz. Don't forget about my Markel boy Markel. Oh, for real, Markel. They have so many guards. I wonder, like, by the time I goes on, like, when they start getting rid of all those guards, because he has so many guards in this team. But did you know that Maurice Wagner plays on the Magic? Yeah, I knew that. I, knew I that. didn't know that they were on the same team. No, I knew that on draft night because they mentioned it. Yeah. Like, brothers getting trapped to the same team. I remember they were brothers, but I didn't know that they were, like, on the same team. But that was crazy. I saw that. Yeah. That's, that's but, pretty cool that they play on the same team. Yeah. But Jalen Suggs looked good tonight too. He didn't really. Yeah. I thought he was gonna do a lot more as in points wise, but he was doing everything that he could, like everything off of points because of the night Wagner and Cole Anthony had. So yeah, the Magic have really Jalen was really good. They really like in a few years they're gonna be they're gonna be really good because they can trade some of the young players to get like more help on the team later as time goes on. Because the Magic got spread me down guard, but yeah. <laughs> he got a lot of guards. But they have a really good team and really like young. And I like to say, I think Suggs gonna be really good, especially. Yeah, why are we on the Wagner? That Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> why we're on the topic of Suggs. Suggs this season, he's had his highs and had his really lows. Yeah. Suggs reminds me of Harden. I'm not gonna lie, because he's Harden a lot of shots. Not like his play style, but his stats. The way the stats look. On paper, he shoots a lot of shots, and sometimes he don't be making them. Like he, I don't yeah. know if you, I don't know if you remember or saw it, but he started off the first two games. The first game he went three for fourteen. Second game four yeah. for seventeen. Third game three for nine. Like dog, for all of them games, he had over ten points. So he just be pulling yeah. something. I don't think he realized what he's doing, but he's young. So he got the keys, so yeah. he's gonna make sure he's he yeah. gonna drive that car. <laughs> I, I like the he got a license, he's gonna drive that yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, he'll have the license, but he's gonna be whipping that bus. Yeah. I like his confidence though, that he he just be pulling. Well, his best game coming last night against the Raptors. He went 50% from the field, 21 points, four for eight from three. Yeah, that's a pretty solid game, if you ask me. That's yeah, his best speaking of the Raptors. That's good. Speaking of the Raptors, though, that boy Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Scotty <laughs> Barnes. Hey, I don't know how Messiah Jury keeps doing this. Drafting these people <laughs> that are like no one's thinking about playing. And he's playing big time minutes. Like I watched oh, what game was it? It, was it was the Raptors in a mat in the Mavericks. 
I, he yeah. was in the game for at least I think he was in there for like at least a whole like third or fourth quarter. And he was he looked like a veteran. He looks like he's been in the league for a couple years now. He looks so good, bro. Yeah. Like the way he plays, it's just so good. This man I didn't expect him to be that good. I'm not gonna lie. I did not expect this man to be this good. <laughs> I thought, thought Scotty Barnes was coming into the league as just a dude that catches lobs. I thought they made a mistake you know, not getting um genocide. Yeah, like that's Scotty Barnes proved me wrong. I'm not even gonna have that. Like the man's yeah. averaging 35 minutes a game. <laughs> yeah. But he and he has 18.1, nine yeah. rebounds, two assists. Like he's playing good though. So it's not like you're playing a rookie and he's just yeah. playing bad. Like, nah, he's balling. And he's shooting he's efficient, efficient too. It's crazy. like, <laughs> like dog. He might – I think if somebody is going to break away rookie of the year, it might be Scotty after this one month or a yeah, couple games. Yeah. I, I think I think Scotty has the highest chance because, like, the way he's playing and his efficiency and what he's doing on the court, I think that can get him uh, rookie of the year. So he's probably playing the best out of all the rookies playing. Well, actually, I, I don't know. Mobley's playing really good too. That boy, yeah, hey, hey, Mobley's been balling too. Yeah. He's been looking really good. But for the Raptors, I think that's good though. They got somebody else like a that can play next to Pascal and Chris Boucher and all them. Yeah, that they can just keep building after losing Kawhi. They haven't been the same since then. But maybe <laughs> Scotty Barnes can be that stepping stone to get them back to where they used. I mean, they have a really good depth of young players, and I think, like you said, I think they can build back to what they were before. They got the team just grow. I I wonder what they're gonna do though, like. I really am really wondering what they're gonna do with um I can't believe his name right now. <laughs> I don't like the biggest name. Oh. Um, Pascal. I wonder what they're gonna do Pascal? with Pascal. Like I wonder are they gonna keep him? Or are they gonna like think about trading him as time goes on? That's what I wonder. Because he didn't play, I don't think he didn't play tonight. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about Pascal since that final series, I'm not even gonna lie. Or like since yeah. that since that year. Pascal's been I think he's had like a couple not a down year, but a quiet season, you could say. Last year, I don't think he's has he, last year. He had a, a quiet season. Yeah. I think people were calling him a base play. Base play was the spinning toy. Yeah, because he <laughs> like spin move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and every shot like he would take would be like a spin move, and then uh, either layup or a jump shot. Man, that's all you get. Like he's like one of the players, like Giannis. Pascal needs to open up his bag a little bit more. Get some new yeah. moves, man. It's very predictable. You just spin all your, your monthly moves, just a spin move. They they gonna know, okay, so you're gonna do you gonna do a spin move, yeah. you're gonna do a spin move, you're gonna do a spin move. And so they just know, okay, spin move is coming. Yeah, like you about to spin, spin move, jump shot. <laughs> man, spin move, jump shot. Oh man. All right, another rookie we got, Evan Mobley. Yeah. Evan Mobley, yeah, seven Evan. footer, third pick. He really surprised me. Yeah. Because I watched his preseason games, and I'm preaching, I'm sorry, uh, summer league games. Mm-hmm. And he played okay, but his jump shot wasn't falling. And to me, it was looking like maybe they might have to move him to the five. Uh-huh. But this season, starting the season all, like, he he's so quick and mobile. <laughs> he's yeah. so quick and mobile. Mobile is mobile. Able... <laughs> yeah, that's how I thought last year. <laughs> it's ironic that's his game. He's so mobile and quick. Yeah. be like seven foot. But he's so quick that they can play – a three, a three big man. Yeah, they can play him at the Lighter three. with two guards. Yeah, you can yeah, play Mobley at the three next to Markin and Jared Allen 
and playing and that's Harlan and Sexton. Yeah, like that is like scary to think about. <laughs> like that's yeah. three bigs and one of them can move. Like, come on now. And they can defend. Like he can defend. Yeah. So I was like, if you told me that. Like on paper, that looks nasty. Like right? hey, on paper, I'm like, I'm running the damn zone. I'm back in the paint. But the fact that they can shoot and the fact that they're so quick, it's just like in a defense, and Mobley's defense are really, really good, which has really been helping the Cavs. And so they have like it's just a good system. It's weird. It's a weird system yeah. in today's modern yeah, NBA, but it works for them. It's a system that doesn't make sense, but it works because of the, yeah. the pieces they have. I don't think any other team can replicate what they're doing right now. The yeah, only yeah. other team I can see try, like that could semi-replicated is the Lakers, but I don't think we have anybody to play that for. No, nah, I mean LeBron. I mean, but I mean, you really get it, nah. Yeah, like yeah. seven footers across, like <laughs> yeah, <I'm>, too slow. <laughs> no, nah. but nah, no, I think no, nah, I'm interested. I think the Bucks might be able to do it. With Giannis. So Giannis at the three. Brooke at the four. And then whoever their backup is at the five. I think Brooke is injured right now. Oh, Brooke's injured? I believe so. Because he didn't play tonight. And they lost to the Spurs. To the Spurs. Yeah, but he's really mobile, though. He's really really good. The way he plays, I think it can really help. It's going to help him out. And I think his defense has been really, really good. He just got to continue to throw and continue to be more efficient. Yeah. He's pretty good. Throughout the season, Moby's averaging 13 points, 50% from the field, seven rebounds, two assists, a steal and a block a game. Yeah. So that's pretty solid. Pretty he solid. Needs to, he needs to get some more weight. He needs a little more weight, though. Yeah, he got to get <laughs> a little he's bigger. Gonna, he's really skinny. So I mean, like some things, we'll just like moving off the way. I mean, yeah, the man's like 210 pounds. And he's like he's seven foot. Right here. Yeah, like, he's little. Yeah. But, but like, he, he struggled. Not too much weight. Today, he struggled. Yeah. Today, Aiden was giving him yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's one for six. I caught the highlights of that game. Aiden was the dog in the shit this morning. Oh, I didn't play back to back. But yeah, who else we got on the list? Another rookie. Both of our picks were rookie of the year. Jalen Green. The man, Mr. I will dunk on you and your mama. (laughs) Jalen Green. Jalen Green. I mean, he. if you've seen him play, it speaks for you. It speaks for itself. Yeah. He's a highlight reel. His ceiling is really, really high because he's just like, his shooting, the way he can shoot the basketball and his athleticism. Yeah, like this man can rise up. Like he can probably dunk. He can probably dunk a twelve foot on a twelve foot rim if he wanted to. Yeah, like he has so hops. He can like go ahead. He has hops, and then to make it just shoot the three ball too. Yeah, he had eight threes this season in the game. Eight <laughs> threes wild. this year, <laughs> and then he was dunking on people for like for a rookie. That's crazy. And what I'm noticing about all these rookie though, these rookie guards, they shooting a lot. And they not making yeah. most of these shots when I'm talking to Red <laughs> no, they, <struggle>. <laughs> like, <laughs> they shooting a lot of shots. <laughs> like Jalen Green, 4 for 14, 4 for 11, 11 for 18. That's when he hit the eight threes. 4 for 16 and 3 for 16 a couple of days. Yeah. He went over like, 8. God damn. Yeah, because the coaches give him the green light now. Because like, back in the day, 
Because they they will start you and then they get on green light. But now yeah. like rookies, they get the green light. They want you to do whatever you can do, like just to get grow and get better. But like, that's you don't see the shoot. I think Jalen Green was like poised for that big shooting game because he started off the season going one for six in the first game. One for five yeah. in the third game. And then he had eight for ten. And he's still pulling at a really high rate. So I think he's gonna be solid. Jalen Green's gonna be great. His ceiling is just really high. Yeah, that whole Rockets like, team is young, yeah, and I'm yeah. excited for them. Yeah, they have a high ceiling. Like yeah. all the players, most of the players on the team got a really high ceiling. I'm just excited to see KPJ and Jalen Green like grow as teammates and as players and all that. Yeah. Who else we got on this? We got the man, the myth, the legend, the Australian, Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, oh my god. <laughs> Mr. Playmaker himself, man. I meant Josh. I know he made like a TikTok. Did he make a TikTok or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's literally dropping This yeah. man, Josh Giddy, is dropping TikToks mid-game. <laughs> 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 but it's like funny because like we're laughing because he's an NBA player, but the man's 19. So <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, it only makes sense. But it's, it's just funny because like you're an NBA player. And then you drop it like TikToks and stuff. Like the most Indian players don't really do that. Like that. Yeah. Like they do TikToks and with their families or whatever. Yeah, this nah, this man got, doing TikTok. He got an account. That man doing his thing. Yeah, but his he, playmaking is nice. Bro. I like his playmaking. Yeah, he reminds me of like a more like a skinnier Luca. Because they're both yeah. they're both tall. overseas, foreign, tall, assists, <laughs> rebounds, they score. Six seven. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they're four. They're not from here, dog. They're not from here. <laughs> yeah, they can just like go over you and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I see, like, especially against the Lakers, like he would just go over. Who was it? Rondo guarding? Where well, I remember Bradley guarding him. I think it was Bradley. He would just like go right over Bradley. Yeah. Easy layup for him. He's like six eight and stuff. Out of all the rookies we talked about so far, this is the only one or the only guard slash forward that's shooting pretty good. And they're shooting a lot of shots. Is Chris Duarte? Uh, Duarte, yeah. Yeah, Chris Duarte. I just want to be this good. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, I don't remember we were saying that, like, the Lakers should draft him. And he got drafted early. Yeah, he went earlier than I expected. A lot earlier than I expected. And I think what helps him is he's an older player. So, he's been, like, he's 24. Yeah. I think it's the the more years he spent in college helps him out, especially because he came out on open the night giving them giving LaMelo <laughs> buckets, man. He came yeah. out open the night. He came out. <laughs> so, yeah. And the crazy part is, nah, the crazy part is about Duarte is he hasn't slowed down yet. You're right. Like, he's been hooping. That's good. He been losing, though, but he been hooping. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's what you might like to see, though. If you're a Pacers fan, at least, like, your rookie is really just, like, hooping. You know, some, like, some rookies are, like, struggling more, but that man is balling. Yeah. That man, Duarte, is a walking bucket as of right now. Let me see. He's averaging 18, 5, and 4. I mean, 18, 5, and 3. My bad. He, he could also win rookie the year. They're just losing, though. But yeah. I think that matters. Does rookie year matter when you're losing? Uh, I don't think it does. But I think Michael Carter-Williams won it one year in the six. Oh, yeah. Three. They had a terrible record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's all about stats. Uh, oh, yeah. I think he he's can, the best time. He's up there. He's up there. He, he could definitely be a uh, rookie year this season. Yeah. The worst to that man surprised me. Not even with a cat, man. Yeah. Now, before. So I knew he be good. I expect you to be good. Yeah. 
I don't know. I had a feeling he was going to be like one of those niggas that just like a pure scorer, just yeah. because of like how how he's been in college for a while. And when you, if you watch his game in college, it doesn't look like he's really developed like that. So it looks yeah. like he's just going to be just a scorer or just like maybe a defender. But that man game all around, know exactly what he's doing. He can get to the rim. Yeah. Now before we started the podcast, he was telling me something about who got the most points this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> So oh, yeah. you go to the NBA website, there's some people who had most points this season. Uh-huh. So let me get to that tab because I had it at the tab. Let me find it. Uh... Yeah, so there's people who had the most points this season. So keep guess you want to guess who has the most so far? Like the first person? The first person so far? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably Steph for KD. Huh? KD, yeah. yeah KD. Let's get the second. I mean, Katie had I'm trying to find it. They're like a hundred or something, but let me see if I find it and I'll tell you the actual stat. But Katie's the first. Look at the second one. Uh, so I think people had big games. I know Jalen Brown opening. Is it Jalen Brown? Nah. What about Tatum? Nah. Damn. Steph. Nah, it's Anthony he, Davis. Anthony Davis? What? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, can see that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm surprised. Too. I'm not going to cap. I thought okay. it was going to be like Steph. Yeah. Okay. I can see Steph. Okay. And this third one's going to surprise you. No. Third one. Okay. This is a surprising one? Yeah. It's going to surprise me. Yeah, Harrison Barnes. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. Jimmy Butler. No, bro. I'll give one more guess. What conference is he in? He's in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference. Um, yeah. Damn, 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 damn. Uh, Trey Young. I thought it. No, it's Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. <laughs> 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 Ain't no way. Third? KD with 171 points. Anthony oh Davis, 157 points. And Miles Bridges, 153 points. <laughs> He's right behind 82. What the <laughs> No, I saw something on Twitter yeah. the other day, too, saying that Miles Bridges should be a, what you call it, to get max money or something. You know, like, why would you I like, he was balling, man. More than balling. I know he ball like that, though. Oh, so the point. The AD surprised me. I was like, it's AD. He's been, he been pretty playing. He had, like, a game this season. I'm off bridges. No, really surprised. I don't be like Steph. What? <laughs> Tell me why. I just came across a, what you call it, photo on Instagram of Russell Westbrook dressed up as Chucky for Halloween. This man... Needs to be in the court focused on this damn jump shot instead of dressing up for Halloween. It's not Halloween yet. Yeah. And then I see another one of LeBron and he's Freddy Krueger. What the yeah. hell? I mean, LeBron, LeBron. Got me hit a logo shot. Let me guess. Get AD Jason? You should be. If Anthony Davis is Jason, I'm going to laugh. I'm about to look at that. Hold on. If he is, they playing that. They, they all yeah, that. I just, yeah, there's no way. They like they randomly did that. 
No, I don't see nothing. He ain't post nothing. So. He only post nothing, so I doubt it. No, nah, but yeah. It's crazy, though, how this league. How it's the earlier season is crazy. Yeah, it's the early season. Remember, like, and then the bubble, too. Remember Bubble Warren? Bubble <laughs> Warren? No, Bubble Warren was something else, bro. Like, that book was something else. It disappeared. And then the playoffs had that struggle. I'm like, damn. I think I'm dominating. Yeah. I was like, I thought like, like he was going to win still when they play. But I was like, he probably still going to like his, his, though. And that man did nothing. Man played terrible. Oh, I forgot. I wanted you to do something. All right, I need you to rank these players, all right? All right. It's a list of all guards, but I don't think I should add one of them because it's a small. No, I'm out of whatever. All right, rank these players in order, one through five. All right. John Morant, Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, LaMelo Ball, Jason Tatum. You said Jason Tatum? Yeah. As guards or young players? As just young players. Yeah, that's actually all right. I'm going to go. It took me a minute to, like, decide, and I still haven't decided yet. I think number one, I might go JT. JT? Okay. Yeah, just because it's still a six, like, six, eight, six, nine, forward. Yeah. You know, you know that's still too high. Forwards, forwards are, like, the main superstar in the league. So, I'm going to go JT. Oh, that makes number sense. Number two? Mm, who else was it? It was Trey Young, uh, Trey, John, De'Aaron, LaBello. I'm gonna go Trey Young. Trey, okay. Yeah, I, I feel like just like him going the way he led the Hawks to the um, Eastern Conference Finals, and the way he plays makes his teammates better, and his shooting can be really good. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Young. Okay. Let's see, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, this one gets tough. I think there's only one person that should be third. I, I'm kind of saying he said it's Darren John one more. What's the last yeah, one? What's the other one? Aaron John Lamelo. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm mean, damn, it's hard. <laughs> I want to go Aaron, but then I want to go Ja. Ooh. That's what makes it hard. The Aaron is really good though. The Aaron. But, I don't know. I'm actually struggling on this one because I want to go the Aaron, but. Go ahead, I think for right good. now, for right now, I'm gonna go John because he's 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 playing better. His okay. points are a lot high right now. So for right now, I'm gonna go with John Morant because I think he's he's obviously playing better. And Grizzlies, you know, they need him. There's <laughs> not much stuff. Uh, they you know. And I'm gonna go De'Aaron. I'm gonna go De'Aaron four. And then Melo five. Yeah, I'm gonna go Melo five. Speaking of De'Aaron, you know this man is shooting 16 percent from the three point line. <laughs> Yeah, he can't shoot. He can't shoot. But I'm like, <laughs> just everything else he do is like. Yeah, everything else he does is good, but that he man can't, can't, go, can't go Super yeah. Saiyan from deep. <laughs> but I feel like he's got to get his jump shooting in better. He got to be able to do a better shooter. I could have swore it was never that bad, 16%. I think he started, because I think he started shooting better. He shot better last season, but I think he just having a cold start. <sighs> no, yeah, now, I was seeing some stuff how they were saying that the Lakers should bench Westbrook. Right. And have him be that spark off the bench. Right. What do you think, do you think about that? 
No. <laughs> I think I think the simple solution in Westbrook, I think I think it's gonna be like a half a year Miami Heat type thing. Right? Like Bosch playing the five. So AD yeah. playing the five and then LeBron playing the four. Or with like either reason he's hurt right now. So like Baysmore and Bradley and then Westbrook. Uh-huh. I think because they like when they play like that DeAndre lineup, I hate it so much. I was getting so mad with Vogel yesterday because he's playing that stupid lineup, and it's basically it's so bad because AD AD struggling shooting three ball right now, and then obviously DJ don't shoot, <laughs> and, and then Westbrook struggling, and then of course LeBron have he was playing he shouldn't okay but he had a bad shoot night last night, and then so it's like you just got like four guys who aren't three point shooters on the court. It's like, dog, space the floor out. I think Vogel is too busy trying to, like, recreate that team from the bubble with AD at the four, Dwight at the five, trying to rebuild that lineup. But I think he's just adapt to this new team. And, like, like, we have the shooters to do it. Yeah, and we have the shooting. We're shooting pretty good this season. And so we have the shooting. And it's not like AD don't want to play. Last time he didn't want to play the five, but this time he said he's down to play the five. He sit yeah. in on um, what was what's it called social media day? What was it called? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what it's called media day. Yeah, and he said he's down to play the five. And I think I think he needs to be at the five, you know, because Westbrook needs just more spacing. And I think I think LeBron should be more of the playmaker, and Westbrook should be more of the attacker. Because when that yeah. man attacks, like last game in his Cavs, like when he was attacking, he shot efficient. And then, like, he played better. And when, Le- when LeBron was to play more the playmaker. Yeah, that's why I think. Ball over too. That's <laughs> like. <laughs> I live with LeBron. Oh, yeah, LeBron, you do, you, do what you want to do, LeBron. That's yeah. I get anxiety. Because I think you should just move it to where how, kind of like how Brooklyn did it with Kyrie and James. Let them yeah. play the moves. Let LeBron run a yeah. point and let Westbrook play forward or play what you call it, the two or something like that. Just so yeah, it like takes. Money. Take turns, kind of. Yeah. We're picking roles with each other. And then so moving Davis to the five. What did you say? What were you going to say? I said taking, like, some type of pressure off Westbrook. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Because, like, when you have, like, guys who aren't shooters, like, four guys who aren't shooters on the, in their lineup, it's like everybody just leave Westbrook open. <laughs> like, LeBron, they kind of scared of because LeBron been hitting shots. And he hasn't been hitting threes like that. LeBron said, like, no, hey, just play no, the five. no, no. That man would pull up anywhere at this point. Yeah. <laughs> that, man, that man made a logo. Can't make nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I think the lineup should be how should we it should be Westbrook at the one. Yeah. Pays more one of this one of the shooting guards that we have that can shoot. I don't care who it is. One yeah. they all can start. One of them, LeBron at the three. And who goes to the four? Well, I feel like if I was with the lineup, I'll put LeBron at the four. And then I'll put Baysmore at the three. Oh, no, Baysmore, yeah. And then I will put Bradley at the two. Yeah, because Baysmore can play the three. He's played it before. So, yeah. Yeah, so you got, like, two defenders. And then, like, so that you have, like, defense so you can actually run. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing I'll be worried about that lineup is I wouldn't want to run that lineup for a long period of time. I think run that lineup for, like, five, five, four minutes and then sub out of it. That would be, like, the starting lineup type Yeah. Until we get a quick lead out or something. Right, because to me that's a more of a defense, defense like you know your defensive lineup, but also your starting lineup that gets you going like with your running and stuff. And yeah. then of course like the I feel like that lineup would be like Westbrook, Baysmore, um, LeBron, the Mello, and the AD. No, yeah, I'm gonna say the West, the best lineup got to have Mello in it. The way that man be shooting, 
Yeah, especially that last game against the Cavs. He really helped them like close out the game because like LeBron AD and the pick and roll is just too, it's too, too good. And then I think that like all right, if they do end up rocking with that lineup, I think we're gonna have problems against bigger teams. Against right. teams that have like two two true big men, like we were talking earlier about the Cavs. I think right. if the Cavs would have ran that big LeBron lineup we were talking about for a longer period of time, we probably would have struggled with it. If we would have went with that AD at the five, Brown at the four. I think it just depends. I think I think it depends. How like LeBron? So you know how LeBron's not he lazy in the regular season game. Yeah. So if LeBron's not lazy, that helps AD because AD get bored. Like AD, he he's leading the team in rebounds because Dwight and DJ are barely rebounding. And so I think if like he if LeBron is on, and he's not lazy. Then I think they won't really struggle rebounds. But if like LeBron kind of playing a little lazy and stuff, then they're definitely going to struggle with them rebounds. Yeah. So I can see what you're saying. That's why it's like I feel like. I feel like it's going to have to be a lineup where, like, you you pick and choose when you use it. But I think it should be your main lineup when it comes to, like, every team. Because most teams play small anyways. And you're not really playing with any bruising days. And you just need that spacing because the offense just looks terrible with DJ on the court. Like, you didn't get easy lobs and rebound putbacks. But, like, the offense as a whole, no, it's, like, it's the half court. Put yeah. the five. The half court. Yeah, the half court looks terrible, bro. Yeah, it's like we don't have a half court set when, when DJ's on the court. Yeah, because they don't have to guard them. Like, they just guard the paint. <laughs> yeah, literally. They just pack the paint. And I like, think it has... Like, cheers out there, it was different. I think that lineup worked as much, as good as it did the 2020 season because AD was more of a threat from deep. And yeah, now he's he struggling. Well, actually, I think because so, AD shot better. And then I think they had KCP and Danny Green start. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. widened up the floor. Yeah, and Brown's the point guard. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. That's really yeah. why it did work. Yeah, because this season Westbrook's the point guard. He's not shooting good. And now he's efficient. So you're just yeah. like, okay, shoot. <laughs> shoot eight threes. We don't care. And I'm still tired of seeing Westbrook and Rondo on the floor together. Yeah, that lineup should never be a thing. I don't know if I was thinking that lineup. Literally, they put Westbrook, Rondo, and then DJ on the court. Like, dog. <laughs> like, what are you trying to do? Like, what's that? Like, what is the goal for this lineup? To run? Throw lobs? Like, is this the right. live lineup? Like, what do you like? I, the odd is like, if he plays this lineup with like one or two minutes left in the quarter, they play this lineup right. early. Like, this is the lineup Vogel goes to. I don't know why. Vogel but, like it. I don't know why. He, he didn't do it the last game against the Cavs because I guess like they finally realized it don't work. Yeah. It's like they both do the same thing, kind of. And they're both playmakers. And then Rondo be lazy. <laughs> Rondo be moving the stuff sometimes. Nah. So they both, they Vogel, both do stupid stuff at times. I think Vogel like, oh. likes. I think Vogel likes that lineup because doesn't he run it with LeBron on the court too? Sometimes. I think the first game he did. Yeah, I think, think kind of right. likes it because of how smart they are, the IQ that they have. They right. can probably figure something out together, but all you got to do is just stand in the paint, and they're not scoring. Right, because I feel like too he does it too because I think. He limit Westbrook's turnovers. Yeah. But then, like, he's not going to be Westbrook. Like, I, mean, I feel like, like, especially, like, when LeBron goes out, and that's why, like, I know, like, against the Cavs, this lineup, I know this lineup played really good. Davis at the five, and then Westbrook at the one. I think it was, like, Reeves at the two. I'm not sure it was, a, I think, Bradley. I think it was baseball. It was somebody else. Melo. So, it was Westbrook at the one. It was, I think, Bradley at the two. Reeves at the three and the metal at the four and this at the five. Like, that's why I think Westbrook would be great running those type of bench lineups, you know? Yeah, like, 
I know when like none comes back, he gonna play. So like him and none, I think it'd be really good because none can shoot and stuff. Like those type of lineups him off the bench, like he's playing with the bench. Like that's when you kind of let him do him, and then like when it's starting, when LeBron playing, yeah, you, know, like, yeah like, <laughs> you can't like baby Westbrook into not having turnovers. Like you can't spell Westbrook without the T and O. So he don't have yeah. the turnovers. So I think as a whole, you just gotta have like what I would do is my philosophy would be I would have LeBron, AD, and Westbrook all start the game together, and I would hit him right. in waves. I would sub LeBron right. and AD out and plug in like probably some mellow. I'll probably put in Melo and Dwight, somebody like that that can like get working with Westbrook. And they can play together, right. and then once they come out, put LeBron and AD back in together because they have better chemistry. So now you right. got you got to play with Westbrook and the shooters, then LeBron and AD. So it's just a bunch of right. waves coming at you that you just can't stop. Right. So I think they'll work, and like people are like trying, like people are saying they should come off the bench and stuff. But I think it's gonna take time because like only the first six games. And like they show, like they show moments where they can work. I think just the more they get more reps together, and they continue to play together, and then actually when more of the pieces that that going to be a lot good for them, like None and Ariza and THD, when they all come back, like that's going to help the team more. They yeah. they missing that. They missing that like backup scores and Ariza that like a wing player that can play defense and yeah. stuff like that. So once they get all those players back, I think that's when they'll be fine. Yeah, all right. And on the podcast, I want to start a new tradition that we're going to do. We're going to do this at the end of every month. So on the last recording session of every month, we're going to give our Eastern Conference and Western Conference Player of the Month and Rookies of the Month. So let's try to – we're going to try to switch them up every month so it's not the same people. But if it's right. one, if it's one person just dominating throughout two months in a row, then you're going to give them their respect, obviously. Right. So I'll start first with my Western Conference Player of the Month. And then you could go after me with yours, and would you like that? All right. All right. So starting off, my Western Conference Player of the Month, leading his team to one of the best records in the Western Conference, I have the man the missed 11, Stephen Curry. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of – Yeah. 28 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Steph's just Steph. No question about it. It's just he's Stephen Curry. He gonna do Steph. <laughs> yeah, Steph's been balling this year, as we expected. Number one seed right now, through six games only, but he's still the one seed. And especially with the team he has, it's the team from last year, basically, and they're sitting there five and one. So, right. shout out to what I mean, not Westbrook. Shout out to Steph. Man. <laughs> Westbrook. Oh, no. <laughs> um. So for me, it's the same person. It's obviously Steph. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> If you Steph, you're an idiot. Yeah, because, like, Steph is a ball. So, I'm like, who else am I going to pick? So, I, I pick Steph, too, because Steph is just Steph. That man right. is killing it. My Western Conference rookie of the month. Now, I was conflicted between – at first, I didn't know who to pick. And then once I finally got the two I wanted, I really didn't know who to pick off of. Yeah. So, I finally decided, and I'm going to go with – Mr. 30-pointer, Jalen Green. Jalen Green's my rookie of the month because he's been the highlight reel of the month. You go on Twitter, Instagram, all you see is Jalen Green. Jalen Green, Jalen yeah. Green, Jalen Green. He had an, yeah. I think he had the best game for rookie this year against the Celtics. 30 points, 11 for 18, eight threes, and a W. Yeah, so, I mean, there's nothing. He shot, what, 80% from three? So, I mean, 
I think that's some, that's enough that got to be said. Jalen Green should be balling this season. Shout out to Jalen, man. Yeah. And I think I picked the same player. He's like the same, makes the same reason. There's not a lot of, um, there's not a lot of Western Conference teams that draft with like super high players or like a lot of young players are playing solid. But I think Jalen Green, you know, 30 point game, eight threes, that's just wild. His upside is crazy. Yeah. And so I'll probably pick him for my rookie um, of the month. For the Western Conference, like I said, not a lot of, not a lot of, not a lot of rookies. I mean, a lot of rookies, but you know what I mean. Like, not a lot of like big name rookies that everybody's talking about in the Western Conference. Unlike yeah. East. So my Eastern Conference Player of the Month. Now this one is I wanted to pick pick mine based on who's winning, but there's no one in the Eastern Conference that's putting up like. Though I mean, there's people putting up numbers similar to him, like points wise, but right. for the rest of the game, I don't think there's no one else doing the stuff he's doing right now. And my Eastern Conference player of the month is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, I was trying to pick between him and Kevin Durant because they both averaged similar amount of points with 28. But yeah. when I saw that Giannis is averaging 28, 12, and six assists with two blocks, that kind of just okay for me. The finals MVP has been killing it this year. His lowest points this season was 15 and his highest was 40. He said three 30-point yeah. <laughs> games, a 40-point game, a 28-point game. Like, Giannis has been killing me, man. Right. So I think for me, I'm gonna go with I'm more like I'm gonna go with Katie. And I'm gonna go with Katie because I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> maybe I talk crazy. I'm kind of on a little bridge, uh, Miles Bridge, on because he's playing good because the team is actually doing good. But I think if I gotta go like a player, did you say Miles Bridges? <laughs> yeah, bro. Listen, he's playing really. <laughs> but he's playing really good. You saw he's averaging twenty five point five eight like rebounds right now, bro. Like, like he said he's playing really good, bro. Yeah, Miles Bridges is playing good. That's just weird to hear that name. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I think I think I'm gonna go with Kevin Durant, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go KD because like he's right now. Honestly, he's killing Brooklyn right now. You know, he's killing like he's killing every team he's playing against. With Harden struggling, I'm gonna go KD. I think they're going to have a good rest of the month. I'm not sure when the awards are going to be picked out, but I think KD will get it. Just like, I think just, like, his dominance. I know not, they, I think they pick teams who are winning, so it might not be him. It could be a guy like Miles Bridges. I know you best, he's the common player of the week, I believe. Yeah. I believe with Miles Bridges. So it could be Miles Bridges. It could be someone from the Bulls. It could be Zach. It could be DeRozan. But I'm going to go KD. Just got him the points. He's definitely the best player playing right now. Yeah. Still one of the best players in the league. Probably second best player in the world. Not probably. He is the second best player in the world. Behind the problem, motherfucking James. Anyways. <laughs> my Easter Conference Rookie of the Year. I had two people in mind that I could not pick between, so I'm giving it to both of them. Fuck it. The co-Easter Conference Rookie of the Year for my side, a Rookie of the Month for my side. It's Scotty Barnes and Chris Duarte. Starting yeah. off with Scotty, he's averaging 18 nine, two assists, like, as a rookie, and he's shooting efficient, playing 30 minutes plus every game, putting up double-digit points. He's he's just doing different, man. He's different. Right now, I think yeah. Scotty Barnes should be the front-runner for rookie of the year after this one month. So, Scotty Barnes keep balling. Same with Chris Duarte, putting up big minutes for his team, more than 30 a game, just shooting the ball, shooting lights out. And so, yeah, those are my two, Scotty Barnes and Chris Duarte. Right. And I picked... 
I think Scotty Barnes because the way he's dominating the game and the way he's really helping Toronto win games just with his efficiency and his great play. I got to go back. That man, Scotty Barnes. I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. I think he's going to win um, Rookie of the Year. And I think I think he definitely will win uh, Rookie of the Month. It's a conference, Rookie of the Month. I think he's just, he's been really good this season. Not even going to lie, though. What, like, what's crazy about all of this is coming into this year, I didn't know what to expect from the rookies. I didn't know what this class was going to bring with, like, how some players come out of the G League or some players been in college for four years or some players been right. one and done, you know. I didn't really know what we were going to get out of it, but I'm loving what I'm seeing from the rookies. Yeah, because they have, like, I feel like every class that has low expectations always brought out the most. Yeah. This was, like, a really quiet class, one of the most quietest in the upcoming years. And they a lot of people in this class are actually hooping and showing that they're the league is in good hands in the next couple of years. Yeah. <clears throat> they're really, really good. I don't have a lot of upside. And that might be some of the best players in the league. Yeah, the one like day. Two seasons. I just can't wait till Cade start getting rolling. I want to see how Cade plays when he's at full strength. <laughs> Not playing like boost. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, I think we pretty much sealed it, went through everything we need to talk about. Yeah. Before we end up wrapping this, this up, are you on, um, what you call it, about the, what you call it, knockout after this? I didn't record this? Yeah. All right. Yeah, man, it's been real. Shout out to Joe, man. You know the vibe. Shout out to all the rookies. Yeah, you know. James Harden, yeah, stay off them hot wings. <laughs> yeah. Not I'm a little baby, Mr. Man, wait. <laughs> Wait, we should talk about Zion real quick. How you see Zion? Speaking of waiting on him real quick. Wait, how much does he weigh? I don't like, know how much he weighs, but that wasn't a uh, big. I'm about to forget I've been seeing funny memes on, about him. It's a bit weird. Ain't no way. Like, I know I heard he was big now, like big, big now, but. Oh my God! No! 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 Oh my Lord! Oh, this gotta be fake. This is fake. Yes, yes, yes. You hundred pounds? This man is six six, three hundred and seventeen pounds. Damn! Oh my God! I'm like, oh. Oh my God, 317 pounds. That, I feel, isn't that too big? I feel like that's too big for like his height. No, that's too big for a basketball player. <laughs> like, that's too big. Yeah, 6'6 here, 317 pounds. He's lucky he's buff. He's lucky he's buff. He does look bigger. Like, he looks kind of fatter this season. He don't look overweight, like some people say. Like, the means oh. to make him, like, he's big as hell. But oh. that way is just too much. Yeah. All right, I looked it up. But, but that's different, though. Shaq was 7'1". Shaq was 325. He's 6'6". Yeah, but Shaq was 7 foot. This nigga is 6'6", 317 pounds. Oh, you know, I feel like, man. and that's why I feel like he messed up his ankle because. Yeah, because it's all that damn weight. <laughs> You think they um, updated his weight in 2K? You know, I doubt it. I can say it, but I doubt it. You think he's that big, hefty nigga running up and down the court? 
I feel like I get it. He probably like, wait, 284. Uh, I'm fixed. I'm going to get fixed that jump. I'm going to have me a 300 pounder running up and down the court. This is this. <laughs> ain't going to have no injuries. I'm about to trade for Zion. Out. In our league, yeah, I'm about to trade for Zion. I'm about to have a 300 pound ankle monitor. And that boy will be out. Yeah, he have two weeks. I mean, when he comes to the sideline, he don't drink. He don't drink water. He take a sip of gumbo. <laughs> take a sip of gumbo. A gumbo crawdad, a crawfish, <laughs> <laughs> jambalaya. Oh, a jambalaya. That's crazy. Like, I, I think like that way. I feel like I know struggling without him too. I, mean, I don't know Ingram playing either. I think he got hurt too. Oh yeah, Ingram's not playing. Pelicans yeah, so nasty to watch. They're struggling, man. Like, I was excited to watch Byron on the English this year. So I hope yeah. he heals. You know, we were asking Nick and Joe, so I really hope he gets better. Yeah. But no, being honest, though, like, they're a good team, but I don't think, like, nothing about them is exciting anymore. Lonzo's gone. I don't know why. I don't have that yeah. attraction to, like, watch the Pelicans since there's no more Lonzo. I feel like because like, that was, like, the thing. Like, you want to see the young core, like, grow with Lonzo when they traded now. And now he's not there. And now the Bulls are fun. And the Bulls are fun. So I'm like, I'm not watching the Bulls. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, man. Oh, man. This is hilarious. 317. <laughs> That's going to be okay. That should be fine. Did you ever pull it up? Yeah, I'm right here. Let's see. Hold it. 317 pounds. What's it called? The Pelican. Right here. Zion, no, they got 284. Oh, so they shit. didn't upgrade it. They got like 284. Uh, whatever. All right. Well, yeah, it's been a good episode. Shout out to y'all. If you made it this far, I appreciate you. Hey, if you made it this far into the, and you can hear this, DM the, the podcast, what you call it, um, Instagram, and I'll send you some. I will send you some money if you made it this far. So, yeah, He's man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's for real. You know the vibes. Shut up and dribble. Yeah, no, shut up and dribble. Yes, sir. Shut up and dribble. <laughs>